And good evening, everyone, and welcome to Race Time Radio, the long weekend edition. I'm so glad you could tune in tonight, alive on Sirius XM, Channel 167, Canada Talks. And, of course, hello to everybody on Rev TV right across the country uh, on Monday night. Uh, and so glad everybody could crank it on. Man, we had a typical May long weekend, didn't we? Started out cold and wet. At least here in the province of Ontario, it was that way. Uh, they got a little luckier out on Canada's east coast, and they got some racing in. Unfortunately, they didn't get today's racing in. They got the weather we had. It all made its way out to eastern Canada, uh, at least into the maritime provinces. Uh, Newfoundland got their race in today. Uh, Eastbound International Speedway got under a green flag for their season opener, the 74 car. Yeah, Jason Groves goes to victory lane. So good run for Jason. Congratulations, Jay, if you're tuned in. Awesome to hear that uh, you picked it up right where you left off, my friend. Uh, we will get to all kinds tonight. We got lots of results for you. Going to be a little bit of an adventure, of course. Racing is happening right tonight at a lot of the different speedways. A lot of tracks got rained out Saturday and moved their program to Sunday. Case in point, uh, a place like. Uh, uh, Sunset Speedway was uh, all dialed up and ready to go for the weekend. They moved the Velocity Weekend from Saturday, Sunday, and they moved it into Sunday, Monday. So they're racing day number one. The APC Series is going green tonight. We'll get to all of that. Let me tell you who we got coming on the show. Uh, we've got a dandy lined up for you. We're going to start in the Maritimes. Uh, Jarrett Butcher, the number 54 car. Nah, he didn't finish second this time. He went out and won. The 150, the Cummins 150 to kick off the East Coast International Pro Stock Tour. He went to Victory Lane, so he's got some celebrating to do. And uh, Jarrett's going to join us right off the top of the show. Uh, we'll hear from the number 10 car, Brady Kramer. He went to Victory Lane at Petty International Raceway. Uh, the Mass Sportsman Series, the Auto World Sportsman Series, got under the green flag. They got their season all kicked off. And Brady Kramer went to Victory Lane. We're going to catch up with Brady here tonight on the show. We'll also catch up with Dave Gainforth, the president of Oscar. Uh, he's at Sunset Speedway working with the guys there and, uh, you know, getting things going, helping the APC series out and doing a little bit of learning. Uh, so I caught up with Dave a little earlier today. We're going to talk about next weekend season opener at Flamborough Speedway for the Oscar. Uh, modifieds and the Hot Rods, of course, we got the Belzardo Memorial that's going to take place next weekend. And uh, we're going to have all live coverage for you, by the way, on Race Time Radio. Uh, but we'll get into all of that. Uh, Trayton Lapsovich went to Victory Lane today in the NASCAR Pindy Series. Uh, it was the eBay Motors 200 at CTMP. We're hoping to catch up with Trayton Lapsovich. Can't guarantee it tonight. Uh, haven't actually communicated with him, but uh, Trayton's always pretty good. Uh, he knows that we want him, and uh, hopefully we'll catch him here tonight. 
Uh, Friday night. We did get some racing in on Friday night at the Big O, a Sweeken Speedway on dirt. They got their season fired up. We got the sprint car winner, Ryan Turner, going to join the show tonight. It was a big old night for uh, Kenny Schrader. He was up north of the border, and he was at us weekend in his modified, tell you what, that federated auto parts machine was flying on the racetrack. Uh, Kenny went to victory lane. We won't hear from Kenny tonight, uh, driving back to the U.S., but uh, we will hear from Ryan Turner, uh, and we hope to get you the APC winner. It'll all depend on timing. We'll see how everything goes, but I can see... Jared is up on that hotline. Uh, I can't see him, but I can see his name up there, so I wouldn't doubt we'll hear from him. Jared Butcher, what's going on? Can you hear us, Jared? Sure. Yeah, I got you. Good man. Good man. We can't see you, bud. If you turn on your uh, video, we'll be actually able to see you. But, uh, hey, congratulations, man. You're not a bridesmaid no more. Look at that. You are a winner, and uh, you did a great job yesterday, bud. I watched the race on Tim's Corner TV, and... Man, it was an exciting one. You had a great 54 car. Yeah, no, the car was uh, it was really good. Um, my team put, my crew put a, a really good car together this winter. Uh, we went testing once, and we were really happy with it. And uh, went yesterday, and we only had to make one adjustment to it all day. And it was just, it was, it was a really good car, though. You know, from the time we unloaded to the time we took check flag. Jarrett, how about the week you had? You started your week out down at North Works, Wilkesboro. Of course, they're uh, all-star racing tonight. Take us back to that, man. You've had yourself one exciting week. Yeah, it's actually it's been a busy last uh, last week. Um, you know, getting the car ready for here, and then um, you know, flying out North Wilkesboro on Sunday. It was it was really cool to be uh, you know experience that whole event. Um, it sucked. We weren't able to make the show. We, you know, we had a good car. Just, you know, I messed up in time trialing, but, um, you know, I'll, I'll live and learn through that. And, um, you know, we redeemed ourselves last night. Well, hey, that's what you really wanted to do. I know you wanted to go down and show well uh, down at Wilkesboro, but man, to come home and finally get that East Coast International Pro Stock Tour win had to feel, feel really good. But, and, and Jarrett, watching the race, uh, you know, about halfway through the race, Chisholm was looking good. He led for 50 solid laps, uh, looking back to second place. Uh, that 08 car of Nicholas Noggle was incredibly quick. But I was keeping my eye on that uh, superior number 54, and you were really playing your cards right. And I thought, wow, Jarrett's got a machine under him today. Let's see if it develops. And sure enough, it did. Man, when you got to the front, you were starting to check out. Yeah, no, actually, I got to give a lot of credit to, uh, you know, Craig Langell. He spotted for me, and, uh, you know, he was on me, you know, right from, you know, the start of the green to the checker flag. He, you know, bide your time. Don't wear the tires out. Don't wear your car out. And don't, you know. So we we, we fell back a little bit early, and we just picked our way up through the field. And, uh, you know, we restarted at fourth, and uh, I was able to get around Craig and, um, and under Donald, and then I just kind of, Followed Nicholas for a little bit and see where he was, uh, you know, his weak points were, and I uh, took advantage of them when I thought I could. Well, and that's the thing, too, right? you got to study as you race, and you've been really good at that. Of course, Cole Butcher is your brother, the 53 car. Uh, Cole's got incredible success in this series. You've been behind him following him. You've been, He's been behind you. And man, oh man, uh, it, it's uh, it, that's all part of the learning process. And I'd say school's out, man. You got it down now. Uh, he's going to have trouble next time he jumps in. 
he's got a brother that can win too. Yeah, no, actually, it was even uh, his car last night that I uh, won in that he ran the 200 with last year. Um, so I took that car over uh, two cars this season, and uh, you know I look forward to racing uh, him when he comes back to the Summer Clash 250. So you'll be going full tilt in the East Coast International Pro Stock Tour. Is that the plan for you this year? You're going to go after a championship. Yep, that's the plan. Um, you know, we start off strong, go for a championship, and then do a couple of open races around the Maritimes. Yeah, good, good deal. Uh, and, and you'll get out and get around and get lots of laps in. Uh, you got the one car, the 54 car. Do you have a second car that you sort of prep and have off to the side and say, okay, that's going to be my next bullet. It ain't quite ready yet. Or is it just the one car that you got? No, we have uh, two cars this year. I have uh, the car I raced last year, then plus my brother's car that I raced last night. And uh, they're both ready to go. We had them both testing. Um, when I go to Fredericton next week, I'm taking my car. Um, and then when we go back to Scotia, I'll uh, take the car that I ran last night. So we're with Jared Butcher. He did go to Victory Lane just last night in the Cummins 150, the East Coast International Pro Stock Tour. Uh, they were at Scotia Speed World. And I got to say, Jared, watching the broadcast, that place looked amazing yesterday. It must look really good being there live, but it really showed well on camera, too. It looks like they did a lot of work in the offseason to get that place whipped right into shape. Yeah, they did. You know, they did some uh, work there. It it, it looked uh, pretty good. Uh, there was a good uh, crowd there um, for the special first race of the year. Uh, you know, it was chilly, it was windy, so you know, you didn't know what to expect. But you know, the fans are there, and I was happy to see them. Did the track winter any differently than it always does? Did it feel any different underneath you? Uh, no, actually, it uh, it was probably better than it was last year because they uh, fixed. Uh, There's a bump going into turn one, so they brought the concrete back about 10 feet from where it used to start. And that helped uh, our entry into one. And it was probably a, a better race than it was last year. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. It was a really good race, fast-paced. It didn't take you guys an hour to reel off 150 laps. That includes the little halfway break, if you will. It was a little better than halfway that the caution came out. Uh, what did it feel like in the car, in the closing laps? Were you saying, God, I hope there is no yellow flag. Let's just keep this baby rolling. Yeah, no, there were some long laps. Um, you know, the last, you know, 20 laps, uh, you know, Craig go 20, you know, then he go 10. And, you know, then I, I'd watch the flag, man. He put his hands up for five. And I was like, okay, something's going to happen. You know, I'm just waiting. And we took two to go. I was like, okay, you know, still can any flag can ruin this race. And uh, we took the white flag, and I, I, I had it, you know, the feeling. I was like, okay, we sealed the deal. And I was I was probably pretty emotional last lap. Well, I'll tell you what, I was sitting on the couch watching you, man. It was uh, pretty incredible, uh, really good to see. Tell us who you got on the team this year. Uh, who's going to be with you all year on that 54 career? So I have um, you know a couple guys from uh, last year. Then I have uh, actually Cole's uh, crew. Uh, you know, crew chief is uh, Pixie, and then I have uh, my uncle David Baker, uh, Joel is car guy, Joel and James, who was uh, James was on with Cole, uh, Kirk and Craig Landrell, um, Huey, uh, Dad, uh, Joe Mason, Stephen Neal. There's a lot of guys. You know, some guys were with Cole, some guys were with me. You know, we always tried to work as a team, but. You know, it uh, it was the whole day. It just it flowed really well with us. 
Well, Scotia Speed World has been a good track for you. Now, next up, you guys head to Speedway 660. The tour hasn't been to Speedway 660 in quite a few years. How about you, Jared? Have you got laps around 660, and how do you like that track? It's a real bull ring. Yeah, I've been there, I think, three times in, uh, with uh, the Pro Stock. The last time I was there was for the 250, and then the time for that was for the best the best race there that they have. And I like that track a lot. Um, you know, we, I got a fifth there, and then I don't know. I don't. I think we broke in the 250. Um, but no, I think we'll have a, a lot of success there. I look forward to it. Um, I like the track. It's, it's a fun track. It's a racy track. Um, you know, I don't like going off the track, but you know, hopefully we can uh, we can stay on it and come home with another victory. Yeah, oh yeah, that's what you want to do, especially at 660, right? They got runoff lanes and stuff like that. You definitely don't want to get out in the weeds, so to speak. You want to stay on the racing surface. And, man, that can't be good news for the rest of the competitors when Jared Butcher says, yeah, I kind of fancy that speedway. That's going to be a good one. Uh, you guys do go to a lot of tracks in the Maritimes. Is it safe to say Scotia Speed World is your favorite, the one that you uh, look at and say, okay, even if the car's off a tick here, I can make up for it? Or you guys go to Petty, you go to Oyster Bed. Uh, Riverside International Speedway. Do you got a favorite amongst all of those? I mean, I would say Scotia should be my overall favorite just because it's home track and a lot of laps there. Um, but Petty isn't far from, you know, far behind. I, I like that track. They've always made improvements there. And it's, it's, it's a fun track to race. It's worn out, but it's, um, you know, it's, it's all around, just puts a good show on. It's just fun to drive. Well, I can say it, it's got to feel good to say, hey, uh, Jared Butcher is a pro stock tour champion and, and, and a winner in the series. Uh, what do you got sponsorship on the car? Seen superior on there. Who else you got on there, bud? So I got uh, superior foundations. Uh, they're back again. I got uh, Nova truck center, route seven uh, construction, uh, Sammy Kaiser automotive, Murray Davis construction, uh, hanging on fisheries, uh, top construction, Atlantic to you know, dad, um, uh, fossil power systems. I think. I think that's it. Um, you know, first first interview. I got to try to remember this stuff, but you know, <laughs> hopefully, there'll be more to come. Well, I, I can tell you what. They're all going to be very, very proud of being on that race car. How's mom and dad doing? Well, and I see on Facebook, Cole is now engaged. Big news for Cole Butcher. Yeah, no, uh, mom and dad are doing good. They're you know they're pretty excited last night as we all were, and uh, yeah, no, I didn't know anything about that until uh, Cole sent me a picture last night. And, uh, you know, I was, I was, I was surprised, you know, I, was, I wasn't surprised, but I was surprised at the same time. I was ha I'm very happy for both of them. And, uh, you know, I hope everything works out well. Well, talk about a reason to party in the butcher household yesterday. Uh, between your news and Cole's news, man, I'll tell you what, uh, everything's got to be spinning the right way. Cole, or, uh, Cole, Jared, we got to thank, thank, can't thank you enough for the time here tonight on Race Time. Uh, congratulations on the win. Much continued success. We'll keep your seat shined up here and ready to go. We plan on getting the winner of every East Coast International Pro Stock Tour race uh, win. We plan on getting them on the show, and hopefully we got you dialed back up next week uh, after Speedway 660. Go get the second one. The second one should be easier, right, than that first win. That took a while to come. Yeah, I know. Uh, they always said the first one's the hardest one, and I mean, 
I think it's like five years, so hopefully this uh, next one's only a week. I can guarantee it's going to come out a lot quicker than the first one. Jared, congratulations, buddy. Relax, have some fun, and, uh, well, relax. I know what you do for relaxation. Tear the car apart, get it ready. Tear the car apart, get it ready. That's what you guys do, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, I already unloaded it today, and I started cleaning it uh, about, you know, this morning, and Took a break, and I'm going to go watch North Wilkesboro. Uh, you want to believe it. Go enjoy the race. Uh, congratulations, man. Good on you. Thank you, and thanks for having me. You betcha. That is Jared Butcher. Uh, dynamite to watch that race. If you get to Tim's Corner TV, uh, you you can actually not only see the Pro Stock Tour races live, but you can go back and watch them. Uh, so it's really good value. Check it out. You want to see a really cool 150? Man, I'll tell you what, it didn't take long. And those guys had that race in the history books. Uh, some real fast cars. The 08 of Nicholas Noggle. Nicholas was Mr. Consistency. Uh, he was there all day, running in that second slot for, uh, I'm talking like quite a bit of the race. Early in the show, the 89 Nova Celtic for Donald Chisholm. Man, did he have a rocket. He started on the outside, right outside Jordan Vino. Uh, it started on that outside front row, and Donald Chisholm led the first 50 laps of the 2023 race season. And Donald texting back and forth with Donald today, he said it was like someone threw a switch in typical Scotia. The car went from good to no good, and that's how quick it changed for Donald. Uh, they will go to work on that 89, and they'll uh, they'll get it all figured out. I can guarantee it. But what a show. Uh, the 99 of Craig Slon White, the uh, past champion, he looked real strong, finished the race up in third spot. Uh, my initial tweet at the end of the race, I thought it was the 29 of Greg Proud in third. Uh, but I guess the 99 got him at the line. Uh, and it was the 99 in third spot. The 29, usually a big red Dodge, not so now. It was the black number 29. And uh, Greg Proud, winner of the IWK 250 last year, ended up rolling home in fourth spot. So many good cars in the race. Uh, Gary Elliott, the Ironman, the Quaker State Chevrolet, ended up having trouble. I was texting with him today, asked him what happened to the car. He said a wiring issue. It's got to be. The car kept breaking down, and uh, finally it just quit. They had to go pit side, and... Uh, they'll chase it. They'll get it. They'll get it all figured out. Matt Vaughn had a good run in the uh, zero car and uh, so, so many uh, real good race cars. And uh, it's going to be one whale of a series to keep your eye on. The next stop for the tour is Speedway 660 in New Brunswick. You don't want to miss it. That is another cool racetrack. And if you can't be there, get to that TimsCorner.tv and you'll be able to check the action out. We're going to hit a quick break. Then we're going to talk Maritime, uh, the the Auto World Maritime Sportsman Series. They got under the green flag. And the number 10 of Brady Kramer went to victory lane at Petty yesterday. He's going to join us on the other side of the break. Stay right there, everybody. We're just getting started. Hey, race fans. This is Larry Barrio, and you're listening to Race Time Radio on Sirius XM, Channel 167, Canada. From coast to coast, coast. you're listening to Canada Talks. 
Race Time Radio is brought to you by RPM Race Parts. Order today. Race tomorrow. Also by VP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. And by Dawson Dental Centers. Get your victory lane smile at DawsonDental.ca. You know the name. You've heard it many times at Ontario Speedways and even in the northeastern United States. He was a fierce competitor who had racing in his blood, and he passed it on two generations to his grandsons. He is the Z-Man, Bill Zardo. And Saturday, May 27th, we'll celebrate Bill Zardo Sr. at Flamborough Speedway in Hamilton. Bill loved his super late model, but he finished his racing career as Rookie of the Year in an Oscar hot rod. So join the Oscar Modifieds and Hot Rods May 27th at Flamborough Speedway for the Bill Zardo Memorial Night. The Pro Lates and the Pro Challenge cars will also join the program. So come celebrate the Z-Man, Bill Zardo, May 27th, Flamborough Speedway, Hamilton. Racing starts at 6.30. When you think NASCAR, when you think NASCAR, Sirius XM, NASCAR Radio. This may be the most important thing that's ever happened. You're damn right, baby. The races. The Daytona 500 win. I love that we have playoff racing now. The talk shows. We'd love for you guys to participate as well. The unprecedented access. Well, I'm here at the red carpet with the fans. Sirius XM, NASCAR Radio, Channel 9. Chastain did a video game move. Also streaming on the SXM app. I think they're happy down here. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Nothing connects like country music. Country music. Dig in to Sirius XM's country universe. The next generation on the highway, channel 56. I need something you. This millennium's hits on Y2 Country, channel 61. Or 80s and 90s prime country on channel 58. Tap into these and more in the country category on the SXM app. Included with all trials and popular plans. Taking you all the way to the track and back. It's Race Time Radio. And welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. So, so glad you could tune in tonight, all live on Sirius XM, Channel 167 Canada Talks. Or maybe you're tuned in on Rev TV Canada throughout the course of the week. Hello and welcome to all of you. And the Performance Motorsportnetwork.com down in the U.S., Bob Steele and all his gang running Race Time Radio a bunch of times throughout the course of the week. We want to welcome absolutely all of you to Race Time Radio. So glad you could drop in. Uh, we're just waiting on Brady Kramer. He is going to dial us up here on the Zoom line any, any time here. And uh, we're going to talk to him about his big win in the Auto World Mass Sportsman Tour they're also out in the Maritimes. They went green at Petty International Raceway. Sounds like it was a barn burner of a race. They got the season under uh, the green flag. It was the first race of the series and uh, one of many coming up this year. And they're going to tour around the Maritimes. And, oh, it's going to be highlighted by a race at Riverside International Speedway 
coming up the IWK 250 weekend. And just a few weeks ago, uh, the good folks over at Napa, uh, and it's Todd Robertson, and he got the guys kind of a special uh, sort of carrot, if you will, to go after that uh, Henry Auto Pro 100 that they're going to run at the Speedway on the IWK 250 weekend. He got a Chase Elliott, authentic Chase Elliott signed helmet that is going to be given away to the winner of the race. At least I believe it's the winner of the race. Maybe it's done by random draw. I can't remember now, but I do know that uh, Todd got them this helmet. (laughs) You want to talk about a carrot? That's uh, a pretty damn good one and uh, really cool on Todd for doing that. Uh, While we wait for Brady, uh, I want to let you know some information here. I got contacted last week from the channel on Sirius XM Channel 167, uh, Aaron contacted me, program director, and uh, he said, Joe, we got to move Race Time Radio. Uh, we got a bunch of CFL games coming up. It's going to conflict with uh, RTR throughout the, you know, the weeks uh, with the CFL coming online. Of course, we carry it on the channel. And uh, Aaron says, Joe, how does 5 to 7 sound? And I said, sounds like music to my ears, man. So starting June the 11th, Race Time Radio will be airing on Sirius XM Channel 167 from 5 p.m. Eastern to 7 p.m. Eastern each and every Sunday. So we are on a little bit of a time shift. So if you want to make that note, of course, we'll be on at regular time next Sunday night. But then after that, uh, we'll be moving into, uh, after July, well, starting June 11th, uh, we will go from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, uh, probably throughout the course of the summer, and you never know. Could continue on that that way throughout uh, the rest of the time, but uh, we're sure a proud member of uh, our channel, Canada Talks. A lot of great programming on our channel. If you don't have SiriusXM, you really should take a look at it. Uh, not only do you get our good channel, uh, Canada Talks, but you can also dial right into uh, SiriusXM NASCAR Radio, Channel 90, and stay up to date on absolutely all of your NASCAR, whether it be trucks, Nationwide or Xfinity, Nationwide old guy, right? Xfinity or the Cup Series. Uh, it's 24-7 NASCAR talk on Sirius XM Channel 90. Uh, you you want to do it. Uh, it's a great channel. Keeps you right up to date on absolutely everything. Interactive programming, too. If you've never heard the channel, you can dial in uh, and talk to the guests. You can talk to the host of the show. And, you know, a lot of times fans have questions and they'd really like to get answers. Well, they can do that on Sirius XM NASCAR radio. And uh, it's a great channel. Listen to it when I'm driving down the road and uh, stay up to date on all my NASCAR stuff. That's where I get a lot of my information when I'm on the road. And I might add, you get every one of the top three tier NASCAR races all live. That's kind of handy when you're driving down the road. And, uh, you know, you're missing the race. You'd like to watch the race. Well, you can listen to it. And uh, the guys on MRN uh, do a fantastic job. And, uh, of course, all of that is available on SiriusXM Channel 90. But uh, just another good reason to pick up a SiriusXM subscription and uh, be one of us 50 million that are on the channel. Uh, Great weekend, I might add. Uh, Victoria Day holiday weekend here in Canada. I uh, know the U.S. is also celebrating. Um, it, it's it's a huge weekend. Now, unfortunately for us here in Ontario, we had rain early in the weekend, and consequently it cost a lot 
of races that were going to take place on Saturday. Uh, Friday night, depending on where you were, uh, a Sweeken Speedway, the big O as we call it, the dirt track just outside Hamilton, Ontario. I don't know how, but they got the whole program in. They worked incredibly hard. Um, and I got to tell you, the field sizes for the cars that they had at that racetrack, man, they had tons of cars in each division. Uh, some dynamite running. Kenny Schrader was up in his modified. He went to victory lane and not just went to victory lane. He convincingly went to victory lane. He had a real fast car. Glenn Styers used to seeing him in, you know, a sprint car. Or we see Glenn now. He's in the NASCAR Pinty Series. And, uh, you know, Glenn's been out there. He has been definitely struggling in the Pindy's car. He does better in a sprint car. And on Friday night, he was in a modified, too. And I thought, wow, I don't know what to expect. I wonder what Glenn's going to do in the modified. Well, I'll tell you what. About halfway through that race, it was like he hit, I don't know, a rocket underneath the hood. And uh, he made one incredible save. Uh, He gathered it up and uh, kept that modified rolling. I believe he finished the race second, but it was still like a half a track behind Kenny Schrader. No one was going to catch Schrader on uh, Friday night. He did an incredible job. Uh, Some of the other winners, of course, Ryan Turner in the sprint cars. Uh, Ryan is going to join us in hour number two. Um, Let me see here. I got some other winners. I can reel them off for you. Rose was another winner. Wart, he ended up winning. And DeBoer, uh, just an amazing job. Uh, behind the wheel. Some of the racing that they had on Friday night was incredible. You can get to the racetrack if you absolutely can. Uh, There's only one way to see a race, and that's to see it live. But if you can't make it to the Big O and you want to take in a night of dirt racing, you can do that on G-Force every time the green flag goes in the air at the Big O. G-Force has got it. Uh, And that's the way I tuned in on Friday night. And I'll tell you what, what a show. I do it uh, most Friday nights. If I can't get to the Speedway, I always make sure that I crank it on. Uh, some of the best racing that you're going to see on G-Force is going to be uh, right from us weekend Speedway. They do a great job. Uh, Friday night, Delaware Speedway did everything they could to get the race in, but Mother Nature just kept squashing them. Uh, so they didn't get any kind of racing in on Friday night. So we'll have to wait till next Friday night. Uh, I'm not sure what they do with Friday night show, whether it's a rain out and they're going to move it. I'm not quite sure. Um, But uh, just take a look at uh, Delaware Speedway's website. They'll get you up to date on, uh, you know, what's coming up and when. Uh, Always a good spot. But they had that scheduled to be on Rogers TV. And I know they got things started, but uh, I was unable to get it on YouTube. And normally that's the way I would pick it up. On a Friday night, uh, wasn't able to do that. It was on the Rogers Network if you were in London. Uh, I'm not sure whether that is going to change for the future and it go back to the way it was last year. Uh, but for some reason, it wasn't on YouTube. And by the time I got to a television to bring it in, uh, Mother Nature had come along and squashed it. So Friday night did not happen at Delaware. Uh, Saturday, Uh, The APC series was supposed to go green at Sunset Speedway. That didn't happen. In fact, they are at Sunset Speedway right now on Sunday, and uh, that race is going to reel off tonight. So as things progress throughout the course of the night, I'll try and get you some updates to tell you where everything is and how everything is going. The 
Canada Midgets are also at Flamborough Speedway, or pardon me, at uh, Sunset Speedway, along with the Sunset Hot Rods, the new class that they fired up. Uh, So that's what's on the docket tonight at Sunset. They will also race on Monday at Sunset Speedway. So if you're hanging out and you want to go to a track on Monday, you can do that. Flamborough Speedway also is making up the race they lost a couple of weeks ago. You can get to Flamborough Speedway on Monday and catch that big show. So still lots happening out there. Um, and it's uh, pretty exciting stuff. What I'm going to do, uh, Brady must be having a little bit of difficulty, uh, uh, sort of getting hemmed in here. So what I'm going to do is uh, I've got an interview queued up with uh, Dave Gangforth that I did earlier today. Uh, Dave is at Sunset Speedway working his butt off, uh, helping the APC series all out. So uh, I did record this with Dave and uh, I'm going to try and fire it off for everybody right now. We can uh, sort of jump in on the conversation I had with uh, Dave Gainforth. Here it is. Off to Sunset Speedway right now. And we're going to bring in, how about the president of Oscar? Yeah, he's getting the Oscar modifieds and hot rods all ready to go for the season opener coming up next weekend at Flamborough Speedway. But he's working hard today at Sunset. Let's welcome him in. Dave Gainforth, president of Oscar. What's going on there, David? How are you, buddy? Hey, Joe. How are you doing today? Just out here enjoying the sunshine at a racetrack. Oh, good. Man, I'll tell you what. Uh, typical May long weekend for us Canadians, right? We get either like uh, just about winter at the beginning, and then we have beautiful spring, summer uh, in the middle or somewhere close. But thankfully, we got sunshine today. It is beautiful here. I was telling somebody else, if it was like this every Saturday in the summer, this job would be a breeze. I'm not looking forward to that humidity that's coming. <laughs> uh, oh, you bet. And it's coming. looks like it out west, right? They're getting uh, lots of heat out there. Uh, they can have Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. coming. You betcha. How are things going today at sunset? I know uh, we are taping this because uh, you're going to be busy at the time the show is on. Uh, how are things looking for velocity? Because, of course, it moved. From a Saturday-Sunday show, now into a Sunday-Monday show at sunset. Yeah, things are looking good here. There's The pits are starting to fill up. Uh, there's quite a few APC cars here. Uh, they're doing their, for the first time, 150 laps tonight. So uh, the drivers are all quite excited about that. That's something new for the series. And uh, there's quite a few TQ midgets and some um, uh, sunset hot rods here. So it should be a good day of racing. Yeah. Uh, dynamite stuff earlier this year, Dave. Uh, you put an alliance together with the APC Series, United Late Model Series. How's the alliance going for you? You're learning lots, and is it working out? I couldn't have asked for anything better. You know, I, I'm associated with the best in the business now, and uh, I'm here learning today how they, things work in the the back part of what they do each and every race event. I'm in up in the tower trying to learn how to work a scoring computer. Thank God Carrie's here with me. She's more computer up than I am, but <laughs> I'm here for backup if she ever does need it. <laughs> yeah, Dave, isn't it wild? You know, you and I have been in this sport for a long time, and we always tend <laughs> to learn, right? We, we keep learning, learning new technology, learning new things. Even old guys like us keep, continue to learn. It's just like a race car. Uh, the race car continue to evolve, and the business behind it continues to evolve each and every year, too. So we got to keep up with everything that the racers are wanting. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a big day at Sunset Speedway. It's going to be a big weekend, of course, racing there tomorrow as well. But uh, 
Let's talk about next weekend, shall we, when Oscar gets that green flag out for the first time in 2023. How are the teams looking? How are things looking for Flamborough Speedway? Things are looking good. It's been a long time coming. It seems like forever. May 27th is uh, seems like a long ways away. Now it's five days away or six days away, and uh, I'm already watching the weather. I know John is too. Um, car counts are looking really good for both the Modifieds and the Bill's Art of Memorial event for the hot rods and uh i think it's gonna be an exciting night of racing people are going to want to be at flamborough speedway to help celebrate the oscar's rebirth uh, maybe it's a rebirth i should call it or a new beginning but you know we're ready to go pretty ironic you know uh when we look back bill zardo was with us last year uh getting excited for the opening day and getting that uh that uh, daytona that he had all set up and ready to go uh, he went out last year, and he ran real good, won races. Uh, pretty, pretty, pretty wild to know that Billy's gone with us, but we're going to get a chance at Flamborough Speedway to memorialize it. And, uh, you know, I do believe Bill Zardo started at Flamborough Speedway. Do you know for sure where Billy got his first laps? I think it was either it was probably there or probably Pinecrest. I know he was at Pinecrest as well. That was a track I never was at Pinecrest, but I know he started at uh, – Flamborough Speedway very early. The Memorial Trophy we actually have for uh, the winter next week, uh, John presented it to um, to Bill Dardle back in 1983 for finishing second in the Molson Export Late Model Series, and we got that all redone for the winter next week. So that trophy's over 40 years old. So Billy Z was racing for over 40 years. I know that. Isn't that wild? Will that trophy, Dave, be uh, one of those uh, yearly trophies? Will it get a plaque on it and be handed down or does this go to the the winner of next saturday night's race it's going to go to the winner for next saturday night and he can hold on to it for a year and then he's going to come back and have to earn it again in 2024 if he wants to keep it on the shelf ah how cool is that bill would love that aspect of it and uh that'll be a much cherished trophy do we know if lane or billy z is going to jump into that race they're still waiting for the motor for their car, and as you know, you can't rush a motor builder. So right now, it doesn't look like they're going to be ready. The car will be there without a motor, though, for, for pitchers or fans that want to get a, up a closer look to it. it. It will definitely be there, though. You Hopefully, it'll be racing, but we're prepared for it not to race as well. Well, you can guarantee those guys will be chomping at the bit, trying to do whatever they can to get that car in that race. Uh, I think back in... I want to say it was one of the first night the kids were actually in the car. Billy was there. Uh, the kid's dad, of course, Bill Zardo II, was there. And Susie got a really cool shot of the yeah. uh, three generations of Zardo boys. And uh, a memorable night. I remember it. It was uh, quite a few years ago, but it was a memorable night. And I know next Saturday night's going to be another one of those. Will the guys run heat races, Dave, to get the season fired off? How does qualifying go for both the hot rods? And the Oscar uh, Modifieds. Although it's the Memorial Race, it's still a points race for um, the Hot Rods and the Modifieds. So we'll be doing our qualifying heat races just like always. Uh, the top eight are going to do a uh, redraw for the invert from the point racing uh, for the first week. And then we revert back to our normal procedures. But, yeah, we'll be doing heat races just like old school. Get out there and do 10 laps and go for that checkered flag. Many new competitors stepping into Hot Rod. I know it's a hot, hot division here in Ontario. You're brainchild. You're the guy that <laughs> dreamt this up and uh, activated it all. And, man, what a job you've done with it. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. We do have three or four new rookies coming out this year. 
Um, some of them are just going to be part-time for the first year to get their feet wet. And, uh, but you know, we welcome them anytime they can come, but we got a solid field of returning champions. All our Tyler Hans coming back to take the championship away from bookie. He started a bookie, uh, hogging that one. So our two champions so far are going to be there and lots of other contenders. So it's, it's going to be a very competitive season this year. I think in the hot rods, it's going to be off the chart. I can guarantee it. We're, we're fortunate enough. Race time radio is going to be at Flamborough Speedway. We're going to have it all live for you on racetimeradio.com. Uh, so be sure to join us at the racetrack if at all possible, but if not, you can turn into the live audio on racetimeradio.com, and I know we look forward to it. Let's talk some modifieds, David. Uh, love yeah. watching those ground pounders. Uh, I was at Sunset Speedway last weekend for the Pindy Show, and uh, lo and behold, I caught up with Norm Newman, actually. Um, yeah. it, they're looking good. I know uh, Norm, he's getting all fired up. He's got his modified ready to go. Oh, Norm's been fired up since he came home from New Smyrna. Yeah. He was ready to start to race then. <laughs> But, yeah, I think we got 21 or 22 modifieds registered so far this year. And, you know, there's always a few guys that never like to register ahead of time. So we, we should have a very competitive group between Norm and everybody and Dale Reinhardt and Camrath and everybody that's going to be there, the Keens. Uh, the list goes on and on. I can list everybody that has a chance to win probably on any given night. Man, you mentioned the name Andy Camrath. Look at this. couple Last couple seasons that guy has had. He's been just about unstoppable, but I think the guys are getting closer to solving that mystery. Uh, they're, they're closing in on him. This is going to be very, very interesting this year. Well, the thing about racers, nobody likes to lose to the same guy forever. Um, I went through this with the super late models when Rob Clark seemed to have a stronghold on that division. And guys just went home and worked harder and harder. And first thing you know, you got two cars that can race with them, three cars that can race with them. And, you know, then you start to really put on great shows out there and the points start to get real close and, you know, tempers flare, anxiety. It's just excitement for the fans. And that's what, that's what we're here for, to put a show on for the fans and get them excited and, you know, keep them, uh, keep them coming back each and every week. Well, the dominance that Andy has seen in that division, uh, when I think back, uh, I look back at Junior Hanley. Uh, in his super late model days, and you'll you'll remember quite well, David. Whenever Junior was in a race, it seemed like everybody was running for second because Junior was going to win that show. Nine out of ten times he did win, absolutely. And the guys just again, like even Zardo, he how many times did he unload every Saturday night at Flamborough with us knowing that seventy two was in the pits, but they were there every week. All the top guys back in the eighties and nineties, you know, and. uh you know, they even went and bought cars from Junior just to try to try to beat him. So, you know, he, he was pretty smart that way, too. Actually, I saw Junior walking around here in the pits about an hour ago. He was the first one in line to get in here today. A uh, quick story about Junior Hanley. Back when I had Sobble Speedway, it was in, uh, I believe, the first year I had the Speedway. We had a super late model race. Back then, I want to call it, uh, it was a Flexmore Trucking Series race. Junior yes, Hanley was there. Yeah. We had Quakers stayed all set up in the VIP room. Junior went out and backed his car into the fence down in turn one and two by the golf course in practice. And he took that car and bent that 72 just about in half. Needless yeah. to say, the 72 car was not going to compete that night. Into the pits that car went. I believe he had a backup car, went out, and if he didn't do the exact same thing in, oh the, in the backup. So he was out of the race. He went up, signed autographs, and Talk to people up in the VIP suite. I said to Junior, yeah. what are we going to do? We got you here. We got no race car. And he says, well, I'm not going anywhere. 
He said, I'm going to go on top of the box for Bill Zardo. And he oh, did. Yeah. He went on top of the box for Zardo that night. I was keyed in on the radio traffic. And Billy was on the track doing a great job. But he was cooking the, the, the front brakes on the car. Junior came on the radio. Didn't say much. He came on and said, Bill, the right front is just glowing. Back it off. And Billy did. He backed it off. And I'll tell you what, Bill Zardo won that night. And it was a whale of a show. Uh, that was one quick memory that I have of Bill Zardo, Junior Hanley, and all those guys. But it's going to be a memorable night next Saturday night. You can guarantee it at Flamborough Speedway. Uh, how's sponsorship going for Oscar, Dave? You got the divisions all sponsored up? Yeah, we're starting to make our announcements this week and stuff. So just uh, pay attention to our social media and uh, to our new website where you can catch all the APC Super Stock News, our news on, on the United Racing Series website. Uh, if you haven't had a chance to get on there, please do. There's lots of history, lots of stats on there. Ryan did an amazing job doing that. But, yes, our sponsors are back. We, Nightworks is back. The sponsor of the Hot Rods back where we started, back right to our roots. And I kind of think that's the kind of year we're going to have. We're, I want to go back to my roots, get back to where we were, you know, and build her back up again to be even bigger and better than it was before. So uh, I think I'm well on my way. Yeah, I guarantee it. In really good hands with Dave Gainfort. Dave, thanks so much for the time today here on Race Time. I know everybody's going to enjoy it. We all look forward to seeing you and your whole band of bandits rolling into Flamborough Speedway next Saturday. What time should everybody be there? What time are you going to be there? Oh, I think I, I think the pits open at 4, the grandstands open at 5 or 5.30, and I believe racing starts at 6.30. All that will be on our website, or they can check out the Flamborough website as well. And uh, we we got some lap sponsors for the Beaterman Memorial. I'm just saying that, sorry, the Zardo Memorial. We'll be announcing all that kind of stuff next week. And, Joe, we're looking forward to being on Race Time Radio. We've never had one of our races broadcast before with you, you and your group. I know you do an awesome job, so that's just going to add to the excitement there. I'm going to have Sharon Zardo up in the green, in the flag stand waving the checkered flag and the green flag. I tried to talk her again in the car. I didn't work out that well, but it's going to be a long summer. I might be able to convince her yet once they get that car going. Oh, man, can Sharon drive a car? Uh, she That's did what I want to see. I've heard job. that, and I want to see it. <laughs> yeah, I believe her number was 48 back in the day. It was. Yeah, she yes. did an amazing job. Used to watch her at Flamborough Speedway. I'm yeah. going to be back there Saturday night. Can't wait, David. You have a good learned day at Sunset Speedway. And, uh, Thank you. Have a great time. Thanks so much for the time. Appreciate it, Joe. Take care, everybody. Yeah. You betcha. That is Dave Bainforth, Oscar. Check him out online. Follow him along on all the social media. Uh, you can't go wrong. We'll see you at Flamborough Speedway on Saturday night. Okay, we're going to hit a quick break here on Race Time Radio. Brady Kramer on the other side of the break. Stay with us. We will be back. Hey, Canada. This is Michelle Wallace at Edmonton International Raceway, and you're listening to Race Time Radio. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Leaf Racewear. Fuel your passion and confidence at leafracewear.com. We're an essential part of any team. And by Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, Canada's biggest sports car racing weekends of the year. For tickets and details, get to CanadianTireMotorsportPark.com. You know the name. 
You've heard it many times at Ontario Speedways and even in the northeastern United States. He was a fierce competitor who had racing in his blood, and he passed it on two generations to his grandsons. He is the Z-Man, Bill Zardo. And Saturday, May 27th, we'll celebrate Bill Zardo Sr. at Flamborough Speedway in Hamilton. Bill loved his super late model, but he finished his racing career as Rookie of the Year in an Oscar hot rod. So join the Oscar Modifieds and Hot Rods May 27th at Flamborough Speedway for the Bill Zardo Memorial Night. The Pro Lates and the Pro Challenge cars will also join the program. So come celebrate the Z-Man, Bill Zardo, May 27th, Flamborough Speedway, Hamilton. Racing starts at 6.30. Hey everyone, this is World Series champions Lance McCullers Jr. and Carlos Correa. We're excited to announce that our podcast, The Walkout, is now available on SiriusXM. Each episode, we go inside the world of combat sports, providing hardcore analysis, honest opinions, and top picks for every fight. If you share the same passion for combat sports as we do, you need to listen to The Walkout. Episodes are available on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and wherever you get your podcasts. Rev TV, your motorsports and automotive destination. Watch live races from around the world and right here at home from two wheels to four and so much more. Rev TV is your source for motorsports. Rev TV features exclusive race series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how-to programs, and adrenaline-filled lifestyle programs 24-7. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order. Tonight's Race Time Radio is fueled by... AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. If you're a Springsteen fan, you just found the promised land. Hear rare interviews and performances. Live concerts. Is there anybody alive out there? Celebrity guest DJs. This is Rob Lowe. Hey, baby, it's little Steven here. And more exclusives when listening to Bruce Springsteen's channel. Welcome, Bruce Springsteen, to E Street Radio, your home away from home. Great to meet you. E Street Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 20. Explore the musical world of an American rock and roll troubadour on his very own channel. Tom Petty Radio. All of Tom's music, influences, collaborations. This is Tom Petty here on The Very Treasure Show. Heartbreakers hosted shows. Check out my show, The Breakdown, with Mike Campbell. And more. Breakdown's alright. It's Tom Petty Radio. Channel 31. It's alright. And in the SXM app, included with all trials and popular plans. Did you know you can get home and away feeds for every NFL, NBA, and NHL game on your phone? I can't believe it! Every game, all season. It's all on the SXM app. Sports the way they're meant to be heard. With your hometown announcers just Just a tap tap away. Search for your team, then tap the star on the corner of the screen and save it as your favorite. It is gone! An incredible finish! And if you love college sports, when the game is on, just search for your school. It's always a home game when you listen to sports on the SXM app. Free for most subscribers. We're just getting started. Now, back to more Race Time Radio and Joe Chisholm. And welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. Just working on getting Brady Kramer up here on the Zoom line, and I can actually see his name just pop up, so I can imagine he's not that far away. He drives the number 10 in the Mass Sportsman Tour 
out on Canada's East Coast. And uh, the, the series got under the green flag this weekend at Petty International Raceway just last night. And uh, sounds like it was a real barn burner. I was back and forth with Craig McFetrich, the uh, promoter of the series. And, uh, yeah, they were pretty happy, those guys. Uh, they, they did a great job. Brady, I can see your name, but I can't see your face, buddy. How are you doing? Can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. There you go. Well, we'd like to see you, and now we do. What's going on there, number 10? You had a uh, super night yeah, last night. Yeah, it was. It went pretty good. Uh, all weekend, really, we unloaded, and the car was, was, uh, was real good, actually, right from start to finish. Had a, another little mechanical issue we had to kind of work through, but, uh, yeah, it... Uh, it all went pretty smoothly. Yeah, and that's what you want, right? All that hard work through the off season, getting the ten car prepared. You want to come out of the box. You want it to be strong, and it sounds like uh, you hit all your marks. Where did you start this one? Uh, take us back through the race. Uh, we started on the outside pole, uh, and we uh, we kind of we kind of just worked our way worked our way up to the. It's one second, go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Making too much noise in there. Yeah, pretty yeah. much for the ones trying to go to bed. Yeah, the wife's <laughs> um, kicking you out. <laughs> Continue. No, uh, we, uh, we, uh, yeah, started on the outside pole. We've won our heat race, uh, second heat. So we, uh, started on the outside pole. And I think from lap two to the, to the finish, we, uh, we led the whole thing. So it was, uh, lots of cautions. Uh, just kind of had to, had to be on top of my game on the restarts and stuff because, uh, we were racing Dylan Dow, Alex Oblinas. Uh, everybody kind of thing, right? So those guys and the girls are all pretty, uh, pretty stout. So you gotta, you gotta be on your game. Oh yeah, the competition is definitely in that Auto World Sportsman Series. Uh, you guys got a good schedule planned. Is the plan for you, Brady, to run them all? Uh, as of right now, no. It's uh, uh, as much as I'd love to. Uh, with what Craig has going on, uh, it's. Uh, I got so much respect for Craig and, and the Mass Tour and, and what they're doing. We ran the whole thing last year. Um, and so it's just a, it's a big commitment and, uh, just trying to, uh, we're not, we're not going to raise as much this year, but, uh, for right now, no, I don't think we're going to be able to make them all, but like I said, we'd like to, um, but it's just a, it's just a commitment thing. I, I, you know, small family and, and, uh, can't, uh, can't really uh, can't commit to it this summer. Hey, bud, it's called the comfortable balance. You need to be able to keep the family life going. And I know you guys love to race, but it is a comfortable balance. And good on you. You get your priorities straight. That's what makes you a winner when you do come out and race. Which ones are you going to hit? Do you have them circled yet, or are you going to play by ear? Uh, yeah, no, we're uh, we're gonna we're gonna go to Riverside on June tenth. Um, we're gonna go to Cape Breton. Um, and sitting at Bud Speedway on August 5th, I think it is. Um, obviously, we're going to hit the IWK 250 weekend. Uh, we won that last year, so we're going to go back and try and do that again. Um, we're not going to make it to Aramith, I don't think, and we're not going to make it to the Halifax race. But uh, in the last, probably the last points race, just unless, you know, it's a free weekend or whatever, we, pr- we probably won't make it to that one either. But, I mean, we're going to hit half of them or more than half of them. So we'll try and support as much as we can for sure. Absolutely. Sponsorship on that number 10 car, because I know they got to mean a ton to you. Who you got on there, bud? Yeah, I got uh, Patterson Sales and Service, uh, Concept Drilling, uh, The Shed, um, EG Organics. Oh, geez, I can look at it. Uh, Black River Welding Fabrication, uh, Dan McGrath, Monkey Chrysler, 
Bob Lane, always a, a huge, uh, a huge, uh, help us as, uh, being our racing, you know, they help my cars, you know, it, it gets better. It seems like every year. So it's a big thanks to those guys. And, uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, it takes a good group of people and a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of dedication and, uh, to, to get what, you know, to have a fast car every weekend. And, uh, I'm lucky enough to have that. Yeah, that's awesome. How about crew? You got the same crew assembled as you did last year. Who have you got uh, yeah, crew wise? Yeah. yeah, I got uh, I first uh, my lovely girlfriend Stephanie. She's uh, she's my number one supporter. She wants to pull her hair out of her head. I'm sure most days, but uh, she's uh, I wouldn't be able to do it without her for sure. She's uh, she's my she's my big supporter. John Gahan, uh, he he kind of started helping us last year, and he's my spotter now and my right hand. <laughs> so he's. Uh, He's a uh, big thanks to him, and uh, you know we uh, Brandon Carter and Curtis Curtis Lindsay and a couple of those guys. You know those they've always helped a little bit here and there. And Brandon has helped me this weekend, and uh, you know there's 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 lots of lots of people that you know can come here and there. It's hard, you know, it's a hard thing to commit to, right? So, mm-hmm. but it's you know, usually it's just a, a couple of us or whatever, right? So, but it's it's, it's fun. We keep it fun, and and uh, it's uh, it's a good time. Yeah. Two weeks and the series goes back under the green flag. Are you at that one? I don't. I, I haven't got the schedule in front of me. Yeah. But two weeks and no, they go green. Yarmouth, yeah, Yarmouth is the next one. Right. Um, I don't think I'm gonna be able to make it. It sucks because you know we had a we had a perfect day a Saturday or yesterday, and uh, I, I'm sure we'd be the points leader. But uh, yeah, Yarmouth is the next one. So it's I, I'm assuming. Uh, the, the points for you thing will change. <laughs> yeah, well, that's okay. That's okay. It happens, man. And uh, like I yeah. say, priorities are priorities, and you got them straight. That's how you're going to be successful and be in this game a long time. There's a lot of guys, they get those priorities mixed up, and before yeah. you know it, they're out in the road for good because they didn't, uh, you know, take care of life, and that's what has to happen. Good on you for doing it. Good on you for winning that race number one. That had to feel really good, especially at Petty. It's an iconic race track, and you went out there and did her, kiddo. Yeah, no, it's. Uh, I always love racing at Petty. You know, I, all these maritime tracks are. Uh, unfortunate, I've been able to win at all of them. You know, for the most part. So, and recently, it's. Uh, you know, it's, everybody tries to put on great shows, and and uh, you know, we try and support them as much as we can. You know, with what what time we have, so one of these days, maybe back into a pro stock or what? <laughs> uh, I never say never, but it's uh, it'll be someone else's car and on someone else's dime. I think because it's it's out of my. Uh, we do what we can with the sportsmen, and just it seems like the pro stock thing just gets more more pricey every year. So it's uh, I'm not I'm not geared up with it for help or for financial wise, or so it's yeah, it's that's a hard no for me. But if someone has an NPC, I I squeeze my fat ass into it if I had <laughs> <laughs> and a talented ass i might uh, add to that brady you gotta thank you so much for the time tonight on race time we genuinely appreciate it and uh congratulations on the win man uh, we'll catch yeah. up with you again i know what you're gonna win again we'll get you back on here yeah thank you i just want to i just want to give one shout out for uh for craig uh in uh, the mass door uh as much as i want to support it uh you know it's just a tough deal for me but you know, everybody should uh, should definitely go check those races out and, and keep an eye on them because they got something great going on and we want to continue it. So got to have the support and, and uh, yeah, just uh, hope, hope people can come out to those races. You betcha, buddy. Thanks so much for the time. Thanks. You betcha. Yeah. Uh, we're going to throw it back to Toronto right now. Got to get you up to date on news and highlights. And then we will be back for hour number two. We're going to kick it off with the sprint car winner from Friday night. Uh, Ryan Turner is going to join this show. Stay with us.
You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM, channel 167. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Leaf Racewear. Fuel your passion and confidence at leafracewear.com. We're an essential part of any team. And by Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, Canada's biggest sports car racing weekends of the year. For tickets and details, get to CanadianTireMotorsportPark.com. When you think NASCAR, when you think NASCAR, think Sirius XM NASCAR Radio. This may be the most important thing that's ever happened. You're damn right, baby. The races. The Daytona 500 win. I love that we have playoff racing now. The talk shows. We'd love for you guys to participate as well. The unprecedented access. Well, I'm here at the red carpet with the fans. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio, Channel 90. Chastain did a video game move. Also streaming on the SXM app. I think they're happy down here. We're back with our number two of Race Time Radio with the two Joes here on Race Time Radio on Sirius XM 167 where Canada talks. And just like that, our number two begins here all live tonight on Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks. And, of course, on Red TV Canada, right across the nation, only one Joe tonight. The other Joe was at uh, CTMP, spotting for Ranger, didn't have a good day, broke a control arm uh, or a sway bar, something like that. Then, off to Sunset Speedway, he's currently spotting for the number 17 of Josh Stoddy. We'll try and get your progress report sometime within this hour. But let's get back to the Zoom line and welcome in a sprint car driver that knows how to get the job done. He got it done on Friday night at the Big O. He took that beautiful number 15 uh, Nitro, I'm trying to write that, Nitro 54, I believe, but it's the car number 15. Ryan is with us right now. What's going on there, Mr. Ryan Turner? How are you? I'm not too bad. Uh, thank you very much for uh, for having me. Uh, you know, very excited to get back on the show. Oh, man, you did a good job on Friday night. I was watching that race, and uh, it, it was unfolding, and uh, I was watching. You were running second, final lap coming up, and I thought, wow, I don't think Ryan's going to be able to catch him. And then all of a sudden, just like a bullet, you came flying. Now, I know the guy that was leading the race ended up breaking something or something happened to him. Uh, but And, Ryan, you alluded to it in your interview with Clinton Jeffrey. You went, uh, you know, but... Bud, you got to be in the right place at the right time. You got to be good to be there. And man, you were. You had a good number fifteen underneath you. Uh, quite a show for you. Yeah, no, the the car was good. Um, you know, it was one of those tracks where you know sometimes you couldn't run the fastest line, do the bumps, and you you had to just keep your nose clean. Uh, I kind of went through lanes that were probably didn't have as much grip as Westbrook, um, chasing him the whole night. But you know what, I. I was worried about, you know, bending something or breaking something. So I was just trying to keep all four wheels on the ground best I could, you know, just kind of the track conditions we had early in the year with uh with a new surface at Oshwigan and and yeah, you know, I, I, I was pretty good, but I know we still we're gonna need uh, a little bit more for Westbrook, you know, especially next week. We're gonna we're gonna be digging a little bit deeper with the crew to to make sure that we got a little more speed in the uh, Nitro fifty four with creative edge number fifteen. Uh but you know we we're happy with it. Very happy with it. Um, you know, we'll, we'll take a win, you know, no matter how they come. But, uh, 
you know, it, it definitely felt good to start the season off on, on the right foot. Um, you know, it, it's a, it's just a confidence builder, right? Oh, yeah. It's got to be a huge one. I just said to Brady Kramer, we had him on. He won a race out on the East Coast of Canada. So it's got to feel good to know that all that hard work you guys do in the shop, getting the car prepared in the whole off season. You know, you, it doesn't matter how good of a job you do. You still go, God, do I got everything done perfectly that I'm going to need when I get under race conditions. It's got to feel good when you get out there and know that, hey, we had a really good car here tonight. No, and, that, and that's very true. Um, you know, we even had the same frame as last year. So, you know, we had a little more confidence that wise, but it, it doesn't matter. Um, something can get changed very simply, very easily. And we all know how temperamental race cars are. So, so for the fact to be, you know, we were fast, I think, every time we hit the track, um, you know, and just, you know, that way we, we got something we can build off and we'll try to maintain this momentum. Ryan, uh, I can't believe it. And, you know, a lot of asphalt people, a lot of asphalt fans and competitors wouldn't really understand if they don't know dirt racing like you do uh, or you tune in like I did on Friday night. I'm looking at it from a distance, right? I'm looking at it through a lens. And uh, the track looked fine from where I was sitting until Clinton did a shot right down on the track. And you could actually see the ruts. And they were right where you needed to run to be fast. Dylan Westbrook was down there and any of the fast guys were down there. But you really had to tiptoe around those bumps because if you got into them, man, we've seen, what, three or four cars go flying. And I mean flip-flying like I haven't seen in a long time. If you got down in there, it could be disaster, and it was for a number of guys on uh, Friday night. I don't think a lot of people can appreciate what you guys had to go through. And uh, you know what? If something happened like that on asphalt, I can almost guarantee you that the guys would band together and say, hey, we're not running on this, and they'd pull off. You guys don't do that. It is part of the game, right? Yeah. um, You know, obviously, if it's – that bad usually you know they'll they'll call the race or something will happen we've seen that before um this track was a little bit different in the fact that you might have noticed in the heat races it wasn't as bad as it was by the time we got to the feature um it just seemed to keep digging at the holes as people went through them they got bigger and bigger um my teammate liam martin he got caught up in one in the top of three and four um and you know we saw lots of people hit those holes, right? So he, he went over hard and actually, uh, you know, he's, he's still a little stiff, but he's, he's doing okay, which is good. That's what it's all about. Right. Um, but no, that's the thing. Like you, here you are trying to go wide open as fast as you can, but at the same time, you're, you're trying to dodge these big holes or put your car in a position that it doesn't affect it or affect your line. Um, and as soon as you hit one of them, someone's right behind you trying to go underneath you or go around you. So it, it makes it very interesting and a different way to drive. And the the funny thing is, is I've never been, I've always been a slick and smooth track driver. So to win on a night that was hammered down and rough, uh, I wouldn't even have picked myself to win. So it, it was, uh, you know, honestly, it just showed we learned a lot for the years and, uh, you know, we at least have a setup now that we can put in the book for for a heavy, uh, rough track. Wow, man, I'll tell you what. I don't know how you would write that one down other than, like you say, heavy and rough. Uh, and pretty wild, right? You guys are out there running, you know, your heat race or whatever. And the track is, you know, the way it is right now. Then you come out for the feature. And where there wasn't a rut, 
like an hour ago. Now you got canyons in there. Uh, so it, it's really got to be wild. You got to be a quick study, I would take it, on those warm up laps, really having a good study of the track. And it'd be easy to miss something, too, right? Yeah, um, I'm, I'm very lucky. Um, you know, my, my crew chief, Brandon Van Every, uh, he was, you know, trying to watch constantly through the night, you know, telling me kind of where bumps were. And then even right before I went out, he said, make sure you take a good look at the track, even roll your car through the bumps that, you know, you think are going to be rough. Uh, my wife, she's got a good eye for, uh, for these things as well. So she was, uh, she was telling me, you know, what holes to try and stay away from and, and, you know, maybe be a lane up here or a lane, you know, lane down here. And, uh, you know, having those people, you know, in your pit definitely helps, helps big time. Right. And, it, you know, it, it's just, it's just staying on top of it. Right. And watching as things happen, uh, we're very lucky to have G force so we can watch on our phone or, or people have TVs in their trailer. So you can kind of see it live as it's happening. And, you know, when the crate race runs before us, we judge a lot off that, you know, similar car, different engine. Uh, you can kind of see what's going on. And I, right at the end of the crate race there, there's a bad flip and one in a big hole. So I tried to make sure I kept my car out of there. Uh, I put the left side tires in it, but keep the right sides out. It was uh, it was a fun game. I, I played all night. Oh, I wouldn't doubt it. And you did a masterful job, as a lot of the race cars did in the sprint car field. Uh, it was an exciting night of racing. Uh, did you catch Kenny Schrader in the missile that he was in? That shocked me. I, I've been watching Kenny Schrader a long time. I've seen Kenny win races, but that was a dominant win on Friday night. That thing was gone. Yeah, I only caught a couple laps of it, and you could see the the speed he was uh, he was maintaining. It was uh, definitely a, a performance. Uh, but no, you know, obviously we got to make sure the car is uh, ready to go for for our feature. And we were definitely playing. Um, you know, at the beginning of the night, didn't think it was going to get in due to the rain, the forecast. You know, looking at the radar, didn't look like we were gonna we were gonna get a race in. And uh, so it was actually raining uh, quite a bit during their feature. So we were actually kind of, you know, loading stuff into the trailer and making sure we were ready to uh, load off if the skies opened up. So, uh, no, I, I missed I missed it, but I did see he had a lot of speed. And we were actually we were parked two spots down from them. So it was pretty cool watching them work on their cars and the things they do and, you know, talking to their guys. It was, it was a great experience. Yeah, so many good drivers make their way through the big O throughout the course of the year. Glenn uh, has got a lot of friends in high places, having them come in and race with everybody. And, uh, Ryan, there's no doubt that uh, you, you, when they come in, they better have their stuff put together because they're going to go up against some of the best that they're ever going to see in North America at the big O when it comes time for sprint cars. We're with Ryan Turner. He drives to the number 15. He won Friday night at us weekend. If you just tuned in now, uh, Ryan did a masterful job in that number 15 car. He always does. Ryan, you got to be kind of bummed. Are you running the SOS uh, uh, tour at all? I know it, got, it was set up to go for Brighton Speedway. Mother Nature screwed it all up on you on Saturday night. Now it moves to, uh, I want to say, Southern Ontario Motor Speedway come uh, next saturday are you participating in that series as well yes we are so we're uh we're going to be full-time sos and then obviously uh full-time uh cool kid dyson uh core pack sprints uh at Oshwegen. um you know peter turford has done an amazing job with the sos really uh building it and uh you know i keep bugging him he's, he's making the sos great again and uh he's you know 
brought a lot of sponsorship in, including Nitro 54 and, and, and Tammy 10 media um, to bring up, you know, a points fund and some series that, you know, have extra cash in them, which, which is great to, you know, pay back the racers for, for uh, you know, expenses really haven't gone down and pay hasn't gone up a lot. So for, for him to go and get those kind of things, it's really, it, it's great for the club. And I think it's going to boost the car count as well. I, I feel we're going to have a lot more cars than, than we have in the past. Um, you know, and, and he's even added some, some new, or I shouldn't say new tracks, but you know, tracks we've been before, but he's expanded the schedule a lot. So there's a lot of sprint car 360 racing in, you know, Ontario. Um, we're definitely very excited. Uh, you know, we had a successful campaign with the SOS last year. We didn't race all the races, but we did end up with, uh, three wins there. So, you know, we're excited to get back. Um, definitely miss Brighton. We like going to Brighton, but, uh, we'll turn our focus to, uh, Southern Ontario Motor Speedway. And, uh, you know, I've only been there once since the new configuration, but, uh, I saw some videos. It looked pretty good on the weekend. So, you know, definitely excited. I, I think it's, uh, you know, it's got a lot of bank to it. It's going to be a fast cool little place to race yeah that's what i've seen too i've seen the same videos probably and it looks like a real fast joint i haven't made my way there i'm gonna uh, i gotta check it out seen the uh, ontario sportsman series last year took the stuckers and went out to that place on dirt and they loved it uh so you know uh, stucker guys like me gotta get out and tour around more i can tell you that tell me ryan what is nitro 54 seen it on your race car it looks beautiful what is it uh, Nitro 54 is a convenience store. Uh, you know, uh, Dan Nanica, our owner, it, it's his, uh, company. Um, you know, obviously Dan, you, you'll see Nitro 54 a lot in racing. Uh, he is a, he is a massive supporter of, of all motor, motorsports. Um, I believe he even had a sponsored car at, uh, Canadian Tire Motorsports Park today. Um, you know, he was just texting me a little bit here before, before the show. Um, you know, very lucky for him to take me on board, you know, through the middle of the season last year, uh, along with him and, and Steve Lyons and, and Brandon Van Every, as I said, uh, those three kind of, you know, are the, the ones we answer to. Um, and, and no, very fortunate. Um, he gives us the best of the best, you know, to put us in victory lane. So, you know, the fact that we could do that on Friday night uh, was even better. Um, there's nothing spared and anything we want, you know, we pretty much can get it. So, you know, we try to do our best week in and week out and also have a good time when we do it. Yeah, well, it sure shows. Uh, brother made out pretty good, too. Of course, your brother races, same class. Uh, he didn't yeah. do too bad. Yeah, yeah, not too bad. Yeah, decent for a first start out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Uh, your next race then, uh, you're racing Friday night and then Saturday going to head to Ontario Motorsports Park? Yep, correct. Um, so we, we've already got the car pretty much. Uh, we went there Saturday morning or, well, Friday night. We worked and then obviously we watched the replay of the, the G4. So uh, I don't think I was home till about 4 a.m. But, uh, you know, we went back to the shop uh, Saturday morning and got everything ready to go for uh for friday so we still got a little bit to put back together but we're uh about one night away from being ready for friday and then uh you know obviously a quick turnaround and go to uh southern ontario Speedway, which and i i don't know if you know this but every time we're there with the sprint cars it's packed they they love sprint cars so you know pretty excited to get back there for them and uh you know just having the just having the excitement from the fans it always, it always adds a little Oh, yeah. Well, excitement. I love watching you guys. Whenever the sprint cars show up on a racetrack, hair comes up on my arms. Uh, I just love it. The sound of them, 
uh, the speed of them and uh, to see, you know, professional short track racers like you guys get behind the wheel, it puts on a show naturally. Final question for you, bud. I know you're on top of the track. You're not the guy prepping it. But with the damage that was to the track, with the ruts, with everything that we've seen on Friday night, can they fix that? Or is it like a dirt road where, you know, they grade a dirt road and uh, three days after it's rained again, the potholes are all back until they fix the road. Uh, that's the only way you get rid of it. Is it the case with the dirt track? Can they fix that? And will they have it fixed for Friday night? Um, you know, they brought uh, Zigger Zigger back, uh, who preps the track with, with Glenn, obviously. They brought him back last year, and, and we saw great surface all last year. Um, with adding new clay, uh, there's always a challenge. As everyone knows, dirt moves, right? It, it takes a little bit for it to settle. Um, racing on it actually helps it. It hard packs it a little bit more. Um, we did have a good smooth surface in the areas that did not come up. So, you know, you got to look at the positives. And I, I said in my interview, uh, it was better than expected. Um, you know, we've had, you know, tracks before come apart, you know, with new surfaces. Um, no, I got, I got good faith. I think there'll still be some holes here and there. Um, that's just almost impossible to get a, rid of right away. Uh, but I, I think you're going to see it week in, week out. It's going to get better and better and better. And, you know, give these guys about a month and they'll probably have it, you know, shining slick again. Well, it's, a, it, it's all your fault, you know. You guys going fast and really standing on it in the same spot all the time. Watch out, Glenn, don't put some cones out there. Move you guys up a lane. Leave that spot alone on the speedway. <laughs> Glenn does like the high side, so he might do that. <laughs> yeah, and it would be advantage, Glenn. Watch out what you wish for, right? Uh, Ryan, exactly. we surely appreciate the time tonight on Race Time. Uh, much continued success. I love watching it. you got to know we'll be tuned in on Friday nights. And I'm going to try and make it out to some SOS races myself and get some live coverage from it. Uh, really going to make an attempt. But uh, like you say, thank God for G-Force. Uh, it, it's great to be able to have the ability to tune in and stay up to date. It's made me a dirt fan. No, and it's good. that uh, You know, it's bef- definitely spread, um, you know, racing across Ontario. And, and the best thing is you'll see people comment on there that are from, you know, the United States or different countries, right? So it's definitely, um, you know, spreading it. And hopefully you'll get more people, you know, out to your local dirt tracks and go watch it live, right? And your your asphalt tracks as well. Um, no, thank you very much, Joe, for, for having me. Really appreciate it. Uh, I hope we're talking again because that's going to mean I'm uh, I'm doing good. You betcha. Nitro 54, you got to watch for Ryan Turner. Always a threat to win. Uh, so many good cars. Ryan, thanks so much for the time, buddy. You have a good one. Thank you, Joe. You betcha. Uh, going to be dynamite. Uh, Nick Sheridan. Didn't see Nick in the show. I texted Nick. I like watching him, right? I watch his brother in the APC series. I texted Nick, said, hey, what happened to you, man? I didn't see your name in the results. Didn't see you on the track. They had race, er, they had motor issues at the beginning of the night. So I uh, didn't see them all night. Uh, another name that I was really, really looking for was that 5D. Uh, of course, back in February, we had Jacob Dexter on the show uh, leading into uh, Speed Weeks. He was one of the only Canadian guys that I knew of that were heading down south and going to go do some racing. Uh, he is a past champion in that SOS tour, and uh, I was kind of looking for him. Notable names that I uh, am used to seeing, Dylan Westbrook, uh, he was in the show. Uh, There's so many really, really good sprint car drivers, and I look forward to getting those kind of guys on the show and getting you some news. Uh, I want to expand it out, too. The crate guys, Mac DeMann and 
Uh, it, it, so many good guys there, too. we got to get them guys on the show. Uh, DeBoer, he did phenomenal in that card. Well, Watch the Thunder cars at Osweekin. Uh Just an incredible show uh, all the way around. If you get a chance, get out Friday night to Osweekin. If you can't, check out G-Force and uh, tune into the coverage. I'll tell you what, it'll make you a fan. If you're not a Dirt fan right now, check it out. Give it one night and have a good look at it. And I'll bet you you turn into a dirt fan. 25 car minimum in each class uh, took the green flag on Friday night, and it was opening night. So you know there's still a lot of cars to come. But we're going to take a quick break. I'm hoping we're going to get Trayton Lapsovich. Can't make any promises. I'm really hoping because i got like 40 minutes left to go on the show. i uh, got a couple of interviews that we're going to run, and hopefully Trayton Lapsovich is going to join us live. Uh, we will see as time unfolds. Stay with us all live tonight on Race Time Radio. Oh, I know. It goes asphalt's racing on dirt or plant potatoes. <laughs> but I ain't saying that. <laughs> Did you know you can get home and away feeds for every NFL, NBA, and NHL game on your phone? I can't believe it! Every game, all season. It's all on the SXM app. Sports the way they're meant to be heard. With your hometown announcers just Just a tap tap away. Search for your team, then tap the star on the corner of the screen and save it as your favorite. And it is gone! An incredible finish! And if you love college sports, when the game is on, just search for your school. It's always a home game when you listen to sports on the SXM app. Free for most subscribers. You know the name. You've heard it many times at Ontario Speedways and even in the northeastern United States. He was a fierce competitor who had racing in his blood, and he passed it on two generations to his grandsons. He is the Z-Man, Bill Zardo. And Saturday, May 27th, we'll celebrate Bill Zardo Sr. at Flamborough Speedway in Hamilton. Bill loved his super late model, but he finished his racing career as Rookie of the Year in an Oscar hot rod. So join the Oscar Modifieds and Hot Rods May 27th at Flamborough Speedway for the Bill Zardo Memorial Night. The Prolates and the Pro Challenge cars will also join the program. So come celebrate the Z-Man, Bill Zardo, May 27th, Flamborough Speedway, Hamilton. Racing starts at 6.30. What is Sirius XM NASCAR Radio? Tyler Reddy will go to victory lane at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. You just won at Indy. Down here in victory lane, let me ask the fans. It's all. Joe Logano will set his sights on the championship. Two times, baby. Things. He shot him up the right track. Back up on the throttle as he heads to victory. <laughs> NASCAR. Oh, he loses it. He crashes. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio Channel 90. Also streaming on the SXM app. Oh, hell yeah. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here there and everywhere doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward you stop by a napa auto parts store you can count on napa know-how tonight's race time radio is brought to you by napa auto parts stores new glasgow andy ganesh and port hawksbury nova scotia you can count on napa know-how ap race fuels the worldwide leader in race fuel technology From the high banks of Daytona. Cover it all. Ooh, that's going to leave a mark. And now, back to the Joes. Hey, shake and bake, gal. Woo, shake and bake. Here on Race. 
Spacetime Radio. And welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. Oh, man, I'll tell you what. The action is underway at Sunset Speedway. Uh, one of our RTR broadcasters, Jerry Paxton, is actually at Sunset Speedway. Uh, there's more than one of our broadcasters. We've also got Josh Paxton over there. They're celebrating Josh's birthday. So, Josh Paxton, happy birthday, brother. I haven't seen you in a while. Uh, but they are at Sunset Speedway taking in the APC race. It's a 150 tonight at Sunset Speedway. And uh, Jerry's texting me. Uh, he says, Wicket got the pole of the race. Uh, it sounds like the caution is out right now. Uh, Shenoweth uh, got, got and made a little contact with Junior Farley and uh, brought out the first caution of the APC race. So uh, you definitely uh, want to see this race uh, when it comes out uh, and it's ready to roll. Uh, but I digress. Uh, I'm hoping to get today uh, was CTMP and it was the uh, 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 Bay Motors, uh, eBay Motors 200 today at CTMP. And uh, it was quite a race. The 96 car of Marc Antoine Cameron uh, was out front. Uh, he led a lot of the race. Uh, so did the 59 Gary Clute. Uh He did a really good job in this one. And uh, that number 20 car of Trayton Lapsevich, was hanging around the third spot, uh, hanging out there. Uh, it was kind of weird because the lap counter uh, on the broadcast uh, froze up on lap six, and they had a difficult time with it. Uh, then it finally just disappeared, and the uh, commentators were bringing us up to date as they could throughout the course of the race, trying to figure out what lap we were on. Uh, but I'm going to say it was in the last 10 or 15 laps or so uh, Trayton Lapsevich started saying, okay, it's time to go. Uh, and he started driving just like his dad, Jeff, would have. Uh, they started picking him off, uh, made his way right up uh, to the second spot, and he hung out there. Uh, the final turn, uh, just as you're coming back to the start-finish line, the same spot. Anybody that remembers watching the Silverado 250 uh, truck races that we watched, I don't know, five five years in a row, uh, the same pass, the same place on the speedway, and we've seen it a number of times at CTMP. Coming off that final turn, uh, drivers tend to make contact on that particular spot. Now, whether it is the leader sort of blocking his way or trying to take the line away from the guy that is in second place, or uh, maybe it's the guy that's in second spot, uh, sort of picking his spot to, you know, come up and make contact. Uh, nevertheless, the passes normally take place right there. Uh, the 96 car did finish the race. He finished in second. Uh, the 20 of Trayton Lapsevich did win the race. Uh, but there was definite contact in that final turn, as we've seen so many times before at CTMP. It's exciting. They had a dynamite crowd uh, this weekend at CTMP, I was texting back and forth with Sam Fellows. Uh, and said, man, it looks really good on camera. It looks like you guys got a really good full, uh, full crowd there. And he said it was unbelievable. Uh, they had a really good turnout. So kudos to all you race fans that went out to CTMP. You got yourself treated to a super fine weekend. I know the weather was a little rough yesterday. Uh, but, you know, on a road course, that never really stops the guys. Uh, they usually bolt on rain tires and 
the fans that are in attendance pop out the umbrellas. They, you know, uh, pull that umbrella out, get underneath it, grab themselves a cold one to watch the, the action that's going to be on the track. So a lot of variations whenever you get to a road course, uh, whether it be, you know, the streets of Toronto or whether you hit, uh, you know, CTMP or uh, Three Rivers, uh, another real good one to go out and watch. Uh, uh, it, it's just one of those things. And then when the rain comes down too hard, of course, the guys can't race. If you got a river running across the track, uh, there's no rain tire that's going to help you out in a scenario like that. And uh, it, that wasn't the case today. It was beautiful sunshine at CTMP. Uh, great day for the guys to go and uh, run a race. And sure enough, the number 20 of Train Lapsevich went to victory lane. Now, that's his second win in a row. Uh, he won on Sunset Speedway a week ago. He gets the job done again today at CTMP. And uh, we're really hoping to get him on the show. Haven't heard back from him yet. Uh, of course, he's got travel in there. He's got a lot of commitments. So uh, we're kind of hoping we get him, but I can't promise anything here tonight. Uh, but if there's a will, there'll be a way, and uh, Trayton will pop in uh, when we least expect it. But I can tell you that I caught up with a couple of real good uh, uh, NASCAR Pindies guys that are not going to run the full year. Uh, they're going to run all the oval track races. Uh, they are teammates, the number 23 of Brandon McFarland and the number 56 of Josh Collins. Now, those two guys are both from... Uh, Newfoundland, and they formed a team. Glenn formed uh, the the team and put the two together, and uh, they're going to attempt all the oval races other than the West Coast at this point. Uh, but they we talk about it, and I did get a chance to sit down and speak with both of the guys at uh, at uh, uh, um, Sunset Speedway. Look at me, my my mind goes blank. Uh, but I did get a chance to speak to both of them at Sunset Speedway. And uh, got got interviews with them. So I think maybe it would be a good time that we uh, hear from Josh Collins first, and then we'll hear from Brandon uh, McFarlane. Uh, but let's have a listen to uh, Josh Collins and what he had to say at Sunset Speedway. Great to see this driver back in an Ascar Pinty's car. He comes all the way from Placentia, Newfoundland. It's Josh Collins. Uh, what's going on, Josh? Welcome back to the series, buddy. Yeah, thanks, Joe. It's good to, good to be back. It's been a few years for sure, since 2016, but uh, we're glad to be back, and we're looking forward to it. Well, I'll tell you, this is uh, a track right here at Sunset Speedway that uh, you've shown speed in the past. Come away with the top ten here the last time out. It's been a couple of years. Have these cars changed much, Jeff? No, it don't seem like there's much change. Uh, certainly no change in the track. As, uh, you know, We're familiar with it. We should be okay. We're a bit slow in practice, but we're making some adjustments, so we're, 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 we think we'll be all right. What have you been up to the last couple of years uh, out there on the rock? I imagine you've had your late model program scorching it out there. Yeah, no, we've done pretty good. We're running mostly at Eastbound, and I think we're up in Nova Scotia there two years ago, but uh, mostly around home. Had a lot of fun. Uh, Brandon ran this car last year for you know with the team, and uh, they've done uh, really good with it, so you know, expecting a good result, too, with Brandon and myself, so we're looking forward to it. Uh, you guys are going to make a wicked team, I can guarantee you that. Uh, good to see sponsorship on this race car, too. You guys look well lettered up. Yeah, we, uh, me and uh, Glenn got together in January, and uh, we, we started to hunt for sponsorship. We had Oceanex on board, and we're winging it, and <clears throat> Rocky Mountain Burger, and Pepsi, and Miller Lite, and we got some really good sponsors, and uh, it's going to make this season a success. 
So, what is the plan this year? Are you uh, going to run full tilt, Josh? Are you going to uh, cherry pick? What's the deal? The plan is to hit the ovals, so we're going to do all the oval track races, and uh, both of us, me and Brandon, and, uh, you know, hope for a good season. So, Chatier up next, I guess, for you guys. Uh, do you have laps at Chatier? Yeah, I ran Chatier back in 16 as well, yep. And someone blew a motor in front of me there, I, I remember, and I all came back, and we went to the wall. Hopefully, we have a little bit more success than that this year. What do, you, do you like the track? Is it a racy one? It's uh, definitely different than eastbound, your home speedway. Yeah, no, it is. It's, it's a fast track. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I know we race down there tonight. It's a beautiful area, so we're definitely looking forward to getting back there. Crew-wise, I see Carl here from out eastbound. Man, it's like old home week here. How are you set up for crew? Who you got? Uh, yeah, we got Carl. Uh, Carl made the journey, and we got Jeff uh, Eastman. He came as well. We got some local guys helping us out uh, from around here. Scott McQueen and, uh, and Darren, so we got some local uh, people that know the track pretty well, and between those guys and our guys, we should get some decent results. So now, when these Pindies cars head for the road courses and they, you know, uh, run non-oval races, does that mean that we'll have that 56 beautiful-looking machine out at eastbound? Are you going to keep the rust knocked off out there? Yeah, that's, that's the plan. Hopefully get Stan Miller back over and, uh, you know, size up the car and put that program back together. Yeah, going to be amazing. Uh, great to see you back in the series. Uh, what do you think? Are you going to get that first win this year? Do you feel it? Uh, I know you only had an hour of practice with this car, maybe a little premature, but can you feel it? Does it feel different than the last time? Yeah, it's different this time. We own, we own, we own our own equipment. Uh, you know, Glenn's on board uh, with winging it, so it's a definitely a different dynamic here. So we, we expect some good results, and uh, we can run the cars a little harder maybe because we, you know, we don't have the, the worry of the uh, lease program that we're involved with before, so it should be good. So Brandon McFarland is going to be Josh's teammate. Much information, I know it's early in the season here, but have you got any information that's gone back and forth? Have you looked at it and went, hmm, I didn't know that? Yeah, we, we uh, had a little conversation at first practice. Our lap times are pretty well dead on, so we, you know, we're having the same issue with both cars. But we, yeah, we got the same setup in both cars. But anyway, we're going to make some changes. He's going to try a few things. I'll try something a little different, and you know, hopefully, we figure it out. Uh, I look forward to catching up with you. Maybe out there in Victory Lane here today at Sunset Speedway. Josh, great to see you back. And uh, Thanks, man, it's going to be a great year, buddy. Absolutely, it's good to see you again. Yeah, nice to see Josh Collins. Uh, he, he didn't get the results he wanted at Sunset Speedway. Uh, just watched the race today on TSN, got a good chance to see it. Uh, Josh ended up getting into a couple. Uh, he had a little damage on the front end. Uh, so he didn't have the day he wanted in the 56. It would have been a learned day. Uh, the 23, on the other hand, his teammate of Brandon McFarland, he ended up lead lap. And uh, I want to say he finished like either 10th or 11th in the sunset race. So it was a good day for them. Uh, we're going to hear from Brandon next. Uh, oh, one other thing about Josh. Today was the season opener at Eastbound International Speedway. And Josh Collins, of course, back out there at his home track. As we alluded to in that interview, Josh came away with a fourth place finish. The 74, Jason Groves won the race. Josh ended up finishing fourth. So a good day for him at home. Uh, and you're going to watch for him. I'm telling you what, Josh Collins uh, ran the series a few years ago and ran quite a few races. Then he stepped out. Now he's back in in a bigger way. 
Uh, watch. Josh Cullen's going to do some real, real good running. And so will Brandon, especially when they get to Eastbound International Speedway with the NASCAR Pinty Series. Watch those two guys. I know we've got some real tough, good competitors in the NASCAR Pinty Series. Uh, and, and when they get to Eastbound, there's nothing like being on your home track. Uh, those other guys only got one race at that speedway. Uh, Brandon and Josh have got uh, hundreds of races at Eastbound International Speedway. Not in a Pindy's car, but uh, they got lots of laps going around those tracks or around that track. And uh, I, I can guarantee you, uh, if you're going to be doing a pool for the Eastbound race in the NASCAR Pindy Series, you want to look for the 23 or the 56 and make sure you get one of those two cars because uh, I believe uh, we're going to see some huge results out of them. We're going to hit a quick break. When we come back, I uh, don't know whether we're going to have Trayton Lapsovich, uh, but I can tell you that you're going to hear from Brandon McFarlane, the driver of the number 23 in the Pinty Series, and we'll get his thoughts on what we're going to see out of him in 2023 for the NASCAR Pinty Series. We'll hit this break and be back in just a couple of moments. Oh, I know. It goes asphalt racing on dirt for plant potatoes. <laughs> but I ain't saying that. <laughs> Did you know you could get home and away feeds for every NFL, NBA, and NHL game on your phone? I can't believe it! Every game, all season. It's all on the SXM app. Sports the way they're meant to be heard. With your hometown announcers, just, just a tap, tap away. Yeah. Search for your team, then tap the star on the corner of the screen and save it as your favorite. It is gone! An incredible finish! And if you love college sports, when the game is on, just search for your school. It's always a home game when you listen to sports on the SXM app. Free for most subscribers. You know the name. You've heard it many times at Ontario Speedways and even in the northeastern United States. He was a fierce competitor who had racing in his blood, and he passed it on two generations to his grandsons. He is the Z-Man, Bill Zardo. And Saturday, May 27th, we'll celebrate Bill Zardo Sr. at Flamborough Speedway in Hamilton. Bill loved his super late model, but he finished his racing career as Rookie of the Year in an Oscar hot rod. So join the Oscar Modifieds and Hot Rods May 27th at Flamborough Speedway for the Bill Zardo Memorial Night. The Pro Lates and the Pro Challenge cars will also join the program. So come celebrate the Z-Man, Bill Zardo, May 27th, Flamborough Speedway, Hamilton. Racing starts at 6.30. What is Sirius XM NASCAR Radio? Tyler Reddy will go to Victory Lane at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Down here in Victory Lane, let me ask the fans. It's all. Joey Logano will set his sights on a championship. Two times, baby. Things. He shoved him up the right track. Back up on the throttle as he heads to victory. (laughs) NASCAR. Oh, he loses it. He crashes. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio, Channel 90. Also streaming on the SXM app. Oh, hell yeah. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, Nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa Know How, AP Race Fuels, 
the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. From the high banks of Daytona. Cover it all. Ooh, that's going to be the mark. And now, back to the Joes. Hey, shake and bake, Al. Woo, shake and bake. Here on Race Time Radio. And welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. I'm kind of cheating here. I'm looking in at the APC race from Sunset Speedway. You can watch along, too. It's on GeForce. It's all live. Uh, and it looks like it's uh, quite a race. Uh, but uh, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. I can uh, just about guarantee I'll give you an update as uh, things progress here. But uh, I was at Sunset Speedway. Just last week, talking to a lot of the NASCAR Pindy teams and drivers and uh, did catch up with the uh, Newfoundland connection. Uh, the wing in it, number 23 of uh, Brandon, Mc, uh, Brandon McFarland. And we just heard from Josh Collins, driver of the 56. Uh, but I did get a chance to talk to Brandon and uh, see what his plans are for this coming season. And uh, here's what we had uh, a chance to talk about. Here it is. Okay, we get caught up now with Josh Collins, uh, teammate. He's also from uh, Newfoundland. It is Brandon McFarland, driver of the number 23, winging it in Ocean X machine. Hey, great to see you here at Sunset. How you doing, Brent? Absolutely, Joe. I'm doing great. You know, I'm very excited to be out here, you know, representing Newfoundland here in Ontario. So hopefully we have a good show here today. Oh, man, two guys that I... Uh, uh, you guys do phenomenal work out there in Newfoundland. Uh, uh, you both, both you and Josh, are tremendously uh, good at what you do. And Sunset's going to be, I guess, fairly close to what we see at Eastbound. Uh, have you got any laps on here other than today's practice session? Uh, we never ran too many. We ran back a few weeks back here uh, just for a shakedown on the car, but the weather didn't really hold off, so we only got about maybe 15 to 30 laps in, and it was basically just a quick check over, make sure no oil leaks, no fuel leaks, anything like that. So today is really the first time we've got some laps, at full speed laps, and, you know, getting a feel of the track here today. So uh, same plan as what Josh has? Are you guys are you going to do all the oval, oval races? Yeah, absolutely. So we have the same plan for the most part. So uh, right now I know for sure we're going to run the four ovals, which is here, Chaudier, Eastbound, and Delaware at the end of the year. We're still working on a West Coast swing or even working on running Osh Weekend. So, uh We'll see uh, in the next couple of weeks, and maybe we'll have something announced by then. A uh, little bit of a tow from Newfoundland all the way out to Alberta. Uh, but I'll tell you, you'd have a lot of fun out there. Uh, Saskatoon, a great speedway, and uh, Edmonton International Raceway, another real racy little track. I think you'd have a lot of fun there. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. And you know what? With this, it's about having fun and having a good time with your team and your crew. So you know what? Every time we're at the racetrack together, it's a good time. We're having fun, so. Good deal. See Ocean X on the car. Make a wish. You guys are well lettered up. You've done your homework. Absolutely, yeah. So we have Ocean X on board this year, which they've been an awesome help. So they've uh, been shipping our hauler out of St. John's to Montreal. So it's saving on the cost for us. And then we take the hauler from Montreal, bring it here to Ontario. So that's an, an amazing sponsor. We're very thankful to have them on board. And uh, uh, here with Make a Wish, we've partnered with Make a Wish this season. Uh, Make a wish I hold very close to myself. Uh, I had heart surgery at six months old at Sick Kids Hospital. So it's something that I, I, I really appreciate, and I, I'm, I'm so happy to represent Make a Wish on our car this year. So, how are you going to target this race here today at Sunset? Uh, you did really good out at the Rock last year for your debut. How are you going to go after this one today, Brent? 
I think we got the gremlins figured out here, so hopefully we can uh, just get in a groove here and, and hook in with someone and, and make our way up front. You know, it's a long race. It's a tight track, so you've got to keep the fenders on the car, save those tires, and hopefully we can be there somewhere around the last 50 to 75 and just try to stay on the lead lap. Beautiful. Crew-wise, who have you got? Uh, I see Carl over there. I see a bunch of the guys from down home, but I also see some other guys. Who you got? I don't know yet. <laughs> I'm not that good with names, but no, we got some help there. I know I got Darren for my spotter. Darren has a couple buddies uh, of his, and uh, Scotty's there for uh, Josh as well. So, you know, today for our team, it's uh, everyone's pretty new to each other, so we're all just getting used to it, which is, and the guys have been great help. You know, I can't thank them enough, uh, just with their knowledge from knowing these tracks as well. So they've helped out a lot so far today. Good deal. How about the late model program out at Eastbound International? Do you still have your late model program sort of sitting there? And when you guys aren't in the Pindy's car, you'll run out there and see Bob Smith and Patty and all those guys? Yeah, no, that's right. Uh, so, no, we're not going to make it to the first race of the year, unfortunately, this year. So, uh, we're going to definitely try to get out for the next one. My work schedule and stuff's a little hard. So, uh, uh, we're going to run some races, you know, the races that we can make at Eastbound in the late model and what we can for the Pinty series. So, you got to be licking your chops to get back to the rock in this car. Oh, I'm excited for here. I think we're going to have a good piece this year. Hopefully we have uh, we have nothing left behind when we go out to eastbound and race. Uh, you know, we're going to be in front of the home crowd, and, and we got a good piece here, so I really think we can come off with a good finish, if not, you know, a podium. Yeah, dynamite stuff, Brandon. It's great to see you in the NASCAR Pinty Series. Uh, you're going to fit like a glove. You did last year uh, to see you with more experience now and getting to some of these other tracks. you got to be looking forward to it, and... Uh, I'll tell you what, fans are going to enjoy watching you behind the wheel. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm just going to take it all in here and have a bit of fun. And, uh, you know, hopefully she can come back after the race looking like this. <laughs> yeah, beautiful looking car. Ocean X, you got uh, winging it. Make a wish. Uh, what's your wish? You got a wish today? Uh, wish is I'd like to get a top 10, stand a lead lap. So that's going to be my wish for today. Hopefully we can pull it off. Okay, there is the benchmark. You want to keep your eye on this guy. He's way up there, and I'm way down here, but I'll tell you what. You come and watch him behind the wheel of this 23 car, and you'll be winging it, too. <laughs> and you will be. And how about that? Brandon called it. That was before the sunset race. His wish was to stay on the lead lap and come away with the top 10 finish. I think he missed it just by a little bit. I do believe he finished 11th, but he did stay on the lead lap. Uh, so good for Brandon McFarland uh, in the 23 winging it machine. It's going to be interesting watching these guys. Uh, and uh, let's just give you a little quick update on the APC race that's happening at Sunset Speedway. Uh, the 54, Danny Benedict. We had him on the show here just a couple of weeks ago. He did debut that brand new look of the 54. It's white now, not black. Uh, the 54 car is out front. Don't know how many laps are in. Uh, can't see that. The 84 of J.R. Fitzpatrick, 52 of Sheridan, also in that top three. And uh, quite a race. Uh, there's, uh, I believe, 18 cars at the facility. Uh, car count, I know I've seen some chatter on Facebook. Uh, car count's the lowest in APC history. Uh, you gotta, you know, hit the, hit the pump the brakes, if you will. It is the beginning of the year. You got to look at today is actually the rain day. Uh, if everything would have went Saturday, I'll bet you they would have had more cars. Uh, there is commitment for you know a lot of the guys who got to work. Uh, there's different scenarios that play out. So pump the brakes. Anybody that's uh, screaming about the car count, 
you got to pump the brakes. And it is a sign of the times, right? Uh, things aren't easy out there. Uh, you know, uh, gas prices are up and uh, interest rates are flying. And, uh, you know, they, this is a hobby uh, for a lot of these guys. They are short track professionals. They are paid for what they do. Uh, but you got to know uh, that it's an expensive sport, especially when you get up into the upper tiers. And, uh, yeah, it costs a lot of money to go do this. And guys will be picking and choosing the races that they can do. Uh, and there's uh, no series like the APC series here in Ontario. Luke Ramsey and all his guys have done an amazing job with it. Uh, and watch for it throughout the course of the year. Uh, it is going to grow. A couple other notations. If you're just tuned in, I want to remind you, too. Come June 11th, Race Time Radio after June 11th, uh, we'll be airing on Sirius XM at 5 p.m. Eastern uh, instead of 7. It's, we're going to go 5 to 7 instead of 7 to 9, starting June 11th here on the channel. Uh, so if you can make that little notation, uh, you won't miss Race Time Radio. And if you were, you know, playing around on the computer and having a look around, Race Time Radio now is available on our YouTube channel. Uh, so check that out. It's Race Time Radio TV. Uh, if you type that in, please do us a favor and hit the subscribe button. Uh, I believe we're up another five subscribers this week. Uh, and, and we appreciate absolutely every one of you uh, that have hit that subscribe button. Uh, we just started it back in November and things are growing. Uh, we're trying to do our best to, uh, you know, get the word out. Uh, get the word out on multiple fronts. Uh, when I started this radio thing called Race Time Radio. Uh, I got a perfect face for radio, uh, and now I'm trying TV. So uh, if if, if uh, I'm shocking you a bit there, just turn the contrast down on your television, darken it up a bit, and uh, maybe I won't be so bad. But uh, we try. A uh, couple other things that I want to uh, just run by race fans. Uh, I found a new thing, and it's called Tune. I don't know whether you've seen it. It's an app that you can get. Uh, you can download it onto your phone. Uh, right now, in Canada, there is, I want to say there is three racetracks that I know of that are on Tracktune. Uh, you can just go in. It's a free download, I might add. Uh, you go down and download Tracktune, and uh, there's three racetracks, Flamborough Speedway, Sunset Speedway, and Saratoga Speedway out in B.C. have got Tracktune. And it is uh, hooked up to their PA system, so uh, you can hear the announcer. And you can hear the announcer anywhere. Last night, I was sitting at the kitchen table here, and uh, I thought, wow, I'm going to try that track tune. I downloaded it, and I listened to Flamborough Speedway. Kevin at Flamborough Speedway is the announcer, and uh, listened to the whole program. So it was kind of uh, fantastic. Uh, I was able to do that. It is uh it doesn't cost you anything uh, for the race fan. You can uh, click on it, even if you're at the Speedway. Kind of cool that you can click on it and listen. Now, um, uh, it, it keeps you right up to date. When you're at a Speedway and the cars, uh, you know, go under full power, uh, sometimes even under yellow, it's hard to hear the announcers. Uh, but under this scenario, you'd be able to hear the announcers absolutely perfect. And uh, you can do it right on your telephone. So, uh, it, it's kind of a cool thing to download, and uh, it's it's called Track Pass. Um, it's got so much potential. 
Uh, it really does. For the Speedway to get the information out to the race fans. And really, r- race fans, that's what you want. Maybe not so much a play-by-play uh, with one person's eyes. Uh, when you got multiple, like we do on Race Time Radio, we got uh, a bunch of guys calling the race. Well, it, it's kind of cool because there's a lot of stuff that you may miss. Uh, you know, just watching it for yourself. You may be looking down here and something happened down there. Uh, when you got multiple people calling the race, uh, chances are you're going to be able to get a better perspective on what took place. Um, so uh, it, it's kind of cool. Uh, check it out. Track Tune is what it's called. Uh, I was texting with Sarasota Speedway, Saratoga Speedway, uh, Pat, to find out if they were racing out there. And uh, they're just wrapping up three days of monster truck racing out there on the island, out in uh, Victoria, B.C. Uh, Penticton Speedway is racing tonight. Uh, I believe you still have time to make it. If you're out near Penticton Speedway, make tracks for the track. Uh, they got another program on tonight. Uh, Edmonton International Raceway, uh, Loretta and Ron out there, uh, they are going to get the green flag in the air on June the 3rd. So it will be one week uh, next Saturday. Uh, that Edmonton International Raceway is going to get their season all fired up. I believe they have late models on the schedule, and uh, they got pure stocks, and they got a whole night all planned for the opening night. Uh, when you look at Sutherland Automotive Speedway, uh, I was texting today with uh, Matthew Shirley, uh, the number 12 super late model out there. Uh, they are going to get under the green flag, I believe, as well, June the 3rd. Uh, is going to be their opening night, uh, and they will uh, get things fired off. Uh, beautiful track in Saskatoon. If you've never been there, uh, you want to check it out. Uh, it is just outside of town, and I mean literally just outside of town. Uh, I went to Saskatoon last year uh, to call an RS1 race. I was going to rent a car, and I thought, you know, uh, the track is fairly close. I called the local cab company and said, hey, can I get a cab out to the racetrack? And they said, absolutely. And I want to say it cost me like 12 bucks to get a cab from my hotel at the Sandman where I stayed, great spot in Saskatoon, out to the Speedway. And uh, Richard gave me a ride back from the track, but it was a great way to get to the Speedway. Didn't even have to rent a car, uh, so it worked out really good. But uh, uh, you want to make it to Sutherland Automotive Speedway, out in Saskatoon, uh, great speedway. Now, there is a dirt track out there as well, Estevan Speedway. Uh, it's a little bit north of uh, Saskatoon. I do believe north of Saskatoon. Uh, great racetrack. Uh, it is a dirt facility, and, man, did they get some shows going at that speedway. Uh, you want to check that out as well. If you happen to be doing, you know, like holidays across Canada uh, and you got a little bit of time, Make sure you, you know, stick around that Saskatoon market. Uh, If you're a race fan, check it out. Uh, You you won't be disappointed, I can tell you that. Uh, Peterborough Speedway. They had a big opener all planned this weekend. Saturday night, uh, rain squashed it. Uh, So what JP is doing at Peterborough Speedway is he's moving his season opener to next weekend. Listen to this. If you haven't been to Peterborough Speedway, You're going to want to go next Saturday night. Admission to get into Peterborough Speedway for the season opener? Nothing. He's not going to charge. Uh, He's going to open the front gate up. 
It's not going to cost you a cent to go check Peterborough Speedway out. And you can't get a better deal than that. Uh, Peterborough Speedway, real fast. I want to say it's a third-mile speedway, kind of a D-shaped. You're turning all the way down the back stretch, wicked fast, good banking in the turns, and uh, nice straightaway down the front. Uh, it, it, uh, It provides dynamite racing at Peterborough Speedway. Uh, they've got a professional team at the Speedway. Uh, check it out, uh, and it's going to not cost you an absolute cent next Saturday night. Free admission at Peterborough Speedway. So thanks to JP, uh, and, and I did notice it, so I wanted to pass that note on to you. Uh, it's going to be quite interesting. Uh, one other name that I had mentioned when I was talking uh, to Ryan, um, uh, when it comes time for dirt, the sprint car drivers, uh, Nick Sheridan, I was hoping to see him. Didn't see him on Friday night show. And I didn't see uh, young Jacob Dykstra in the uh, 5D. Uh, he was actually down south running with the World of Outlaws. He didn't make the show. Uh, he came within one spot of making the show. Uh, he didn't make it. Uh, but uh, he did, nevertheless, get a ton of experience. And it uh, sounds like he's going to be doing more of that. I am hoping to get young Jacob Dykstra on the program next week and uh, check in with him. Find out what is all happening for him in 2023 and find out what his season's going to look like. Uh, one of those great competitors, uh, amazing dirt car driver uh, in a sprint car, and his dad. Uh, well, Jacob's just a chip off the old block. Uh, Dave is amazing. Uh, I've seen him race a number of times. Uh, I think back to the world of outlaws when they came through last weekend. It was uh, Dave Dykstra that put one of those big motors in his car and went out there. He qualified. He ran the race. Uh, just amazing. And uh, we're going to catch up with those guys. Uh, we'll try and do that next week on the program. Um, but what else do I got? Next Saturday night, Flamborough Speedway. It's the Bill Sardo Memorial. Uh, it is the opener for the Oscar uh, Hot Rod Series and the Modifieds at Flamborough. Uh, a track that these cars were really purposely built for. Uh, it's going to be a dynamite night at Flamborough Speedway. And, of course, we're going to be all live uh, at Flamborough, and we look forward to it. you got to be with us at the track. If you can't be, then uh, check us out on racetimeradio.com and just click and l- click listen live and uh, you'll be able to tune into it. But uh, you don't want to miss it. It's going to be a great night. Uh, oh, uh, Full Throttle Motor Speedway. Varney, uh, seen a notation tonight. I believe uh, Paul Chirpanier posted one of the best crowds that he's ever had since he's owned the facility uh, was tonight. Uh, so isn't that cool? Uh, finally, uh, nice to see Paul Chirpanier uh, getting a nice full grandstand. The fans having a good time. And uh, definitely the race base was uh, having a hoot. Uh, seeing the cars and trucks on track, it looked like uh, some really, really good competition. Uh, but that is going to pretty well do it for us tonight on Race Time Radio. Uh, Junior should be back in here with us next week, uh, I do believe. Um, but we'll have a whole load of brand new results and, uh, you know, hope to get some more competitors on the show. Sure wish we could have had Trent Lapsovich tonight, but thoroughly understand it uh, would have been a busy, busy time. His race finished off right around 4 o'clock, and 
uh, would have been uh, a big old day for Trayton getting his second win in the NASCAR Pinty Series. Uh, you want to tune into that APC race. Uh, halfway is done, and uh, it's going to be a wild finish. You can guarantee it. But that's going to do it for me here tonight in the Race Time Radio studio. Got to thank Susie Q for uh, getting all the stuff put together. Got to thank Scotty back in Toronto and absolutely every one of you for tuning in to Race Time Radio as you do each and every week. We'll be back next Sunday night, 7 p.m. Eastern, and uh, we look forward to it. Uh, get to a racetrack. Join us at Flamborough or get to your local racetrack, wherever that may be, uh, next Saturday and then next Sunday. Uh, join us right back here on Race Time Radio. And we'll pick it up right from there. Have a good, safe week, everybody. And we'll catch you next week right here on Race Time Radio. Thanks for listening to Race Time Radio. Visit us on the web at www.racetimeradio.com. We hope you'll join us again next time for more Race Time Radio. Come on now, dig, dig, dig. Exclusively on your home for the hardcore race fan. Excellent, buddy, excellent.